Uh, so, John, your turkey for Thanksgiving. Was that a carrot or like a sausage sticking out of it? What was that dick? <laughs> uh, so that... Uh, it wasn't a so neck, my, was it? Uh, uh, oh. every, no, everyone, welcome to... Uh, Welcome to the Barbecue Boys. Hi, I'm Special here for guest the first Chris Roy time. On it. It's not at the very end when I come back. So, John, in the picture you sent us of that turkey for your Thanksgiving, which will be the episode artwork yes. for this episode, because it has to be so people know what I'm talking about, what was that sticking out of your turkey? Because I can only guess you showed your dominance, and you you showed that turkey who's boss. Yeah, and that's, how you, that's how you show it. So, Me yeah. business. Just break it off. Yeah, uh, it was. A it was carrot. a big okay. carrot. I thought it was a carrot, out. but then I was uh, like, "It was a carrot, celery." You don't dice the carrot. You just put you the gotta, whole. You got to stuff it with your. Yeah. Why not? I'm not going to eat that carrot. He doesn't. You don't even peel it. Oh, that's where all the vitamins are. No, just Do stick you... it in there. Stick it in. Oh, this is stick it in. This is very stick nice, it in with some celery. Some. Um. Did you it... open the beer for the? Yeah. You got You're going to be gone for half hour. Uh, yeah, so, um, no, I stuff it with, uh, your aromatics, so the herbs that I was using, um, I actually made a, a rub this year, uh, out of, um, parsley, sage, rosemary, thyme, I blended those all up, and then I blended those with, uh, mayonnaise, and then rub that over the skin and under the skin, put it in the cavity with some more whole, fresh herbs. Uh, an onion I cut in half, leaving the skin on for extra flavor. Celery, carrots, um, and yeah, I think that was all that I stuffed. Did you at. cut up any of the other vegetables, like and, the I mean, celery it, or anything? You just like stuff like a whole stalk in there. Nope. Okay. I broke them in half and just stuck them in their hole. Interesting. And then, um, yeah, I think I had broken a carrot in half too, and then I just stuck that big carrot so it looked like it had a big dong. Welcome to Barbecue Boys, everybody. Welcome to Barbecue Boys. After dark. Uh, After dark. The one that sounds like you burnt it, or it developed. Well, I mean, that's what that mayonnaise is for. It gives it that uh, nice crispy skin. It gives it. It give gave the skin a nice crispness to it, and also was there to help really keep it moist. Mm-hmm. Um, I sh- I should have just kept cooking it the way I was, um, but instead I wrapped it with. I put more of the mayonnaise on top, and then I put some butter in the cavity, and then I folded it up with aluminum foil, and then cooked it the rest of the way breast side down so all that dark meat and all those juices would go into the breast in doing so i washed away a lot of that rub Mm -hmm. when the juices and all the butter came down into that area um the skin was not a nice crisp skin to eat Mm -hmm. um and then i it kind of to me um just like boiled the chicken or the turkey the rest of the way in butter which mm-hmm. it was good but it had like a little like like Rubbery. little tack, tackiness to it yeah um so i 
again, barbecue is is learning from your lessons. I would keep the rub and just cook it like a normal turkey um, Mm -hmm. and probably not wrap it. Um, But I would say like the previous year when I just kind of cooked it like you you would and I continued to baste it and it was a lot of butter, 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 my turkey cooked faster. And I think half of that was because I kept going in and basting it. So I kept opening my lid, closing it, and my grill kept having to burn extra, Mm -hmm. get hotter again. And I feel like it cooked the turkey faster. Mm -hmm. This time around, I wasn't doing any basting because I had the rub kind of layer Mm -hmm. on it. So it took longer for it to cook. Um, And then when I wrapped it again, it took longer. So I, again, Paul, like I told Mm -hmm. you in previous episodes, I give myself a nice window. And this turkey came out an hour before we were going to eat it. And and I was expecting it to have more of a two-hour window. So Mm -hmm. because I plan accordingly, you can't – the meat tells you when it's done. You can't force the meat to be done. Um, I'm glad I so, had that window because question. turkey came out. Uh, I, after it finished, since it did yeah. finish early, did you let it sit for a while? Or did, as soon as it was done, were you like, okay, let me pull this out. Let me start getting this thing carved so people. So the the previous year when it cooked real fast, um, I wrapped it. It was already, I wrapped it in, I put a wrap over it of a foil and then put it in my cooler Close the lid and just let it sit in there till we were ready because that was about like three, four, I think it was like three or four hours early that I had to pull it out. Um, this year, I pulled it out, put it in the cooler again. Uh, it was wrapped up better in aluminum foil than a previous year, put a towel around it um, for the hour, took it out, took the breast. I take I take the breast meat completely off the bone. Mm-hmm. And then slice that versus trying to slice off the carcass. Mm-hmm. Um, slice that, put it all up on a plate, um, took some of the dark meat off. Um, not Most people weren't really interested. It's usually kind of like my wife and myself and um, um, Caitlin's mom, who usually really like the dark meat. Um, but the white meat, and this was a little bit smaller than what we did last year. And we had less people. All of the breast meat was basically gone by the time dinner ended. Everybody just kept going up and getting more turkey. So I guess it was successful in that sense. In my mind, because I've been thinking about cooking this turkey for weeks Mm -hmm. and you kind of have an expectation. It was good, but it wasn't like, this is great. So it came out good. And obviously everybody loved it. But... Um, yeah, just, it wasn't the, it wasn't exactly what I had wanted, but I mixed two different ways of cooking to make it. Hmm. I, you know, we talked about it during our last episode, how I kind of was interested in smoking a turkey. Uh, during that week, we got the big snowstorm, so I didn't get out to get a, you know, turkey, didn't get to smoke a turkey that weekend because... I was too busy shoveling and keeping uh, snow off out of the driveway. Then, you know, it's my mom's birthday coming up. I'm like, oh, and my, uh, my uh, 
family's Thanksgiving got canceled because both of my parents had uh, like bronchitis. Mm. So I'm like, oh, my mom's birthday's in December. Maybe I'll, I'll I kind of want to invite them over, and I can like smoke a turkey, and we could kind of do Thanksgiving at our house, like just with my parents and my siblings, you know, kind of like it was a redux, a redo. And uh, the thing with being married and having a smoker is uh, in wanting to throw a party. There's a lot of worry and concern uh, on Kate's side about <laughs> me being so preoccupied with a smoker that I want to be able to get anything else done in the house. That And that it's way too much to take on. And I wouldn't be able to get the side any sides done. And also it's a big meal and it's too stressful and it's putting way too much on our plate to get done in a day. And why would we want to even take, take on that burden when it's just as easy to just order in some pizza and wings and my family would just be as happy with that for my mom's birthday. Because it's nice to do something like that. It isn't, isn't it though? Yeah. Isn't it? But then again, you know, when I was smoking on the Weber, I constantly had to be there making adjustments and everything like that because it would just drop. It was, as soon as it started dropping temperature, it was dropping temperature. I needed to start up a new batch of coal. Like with now this Commando, I don't need to babysit it as much anymore, but, you know, I still want to keep an eye on it. And I am a little preoccupied. But I think uh, Kate has this fear where... And also during the summer... I kind of use smoking as an excuse just to be outside and not do shit. <laughs> you know? I just want to sit yeah. out at the back porch and just, like, drink a beer and read some comics and, like, hang out. And, like, be like, yep, nope, gotta put some more coals on the fire. And then, like, not do that because it's fine. So I think I think uh, when i talking about smoking this turkey, my chickens have come home to roost. So uh, can I... Can I put this out there for yeah. you? Yeah, put this out. So, how we do how we do Thanksgiving mm-hmm. is we assign people dishes. Yeah. So we'll make the stuffing, the mashed potatoes, and the bird, and I think we make a vegetable too. We got three people in the house mm-hmm. who are cooking. I mainly just focus on the bird. Caitlin and her mom do do the other sides mm-hmm. and sometimes I help as well um, but I'm also the person like I get up early I get the brine mm-hmm. I make you know I do a lot of that stuff and Caitlin just she'll just help if I need any help while I do that mm-hmm. stuff um, but we assign people to do that and some of those Thanksgiving stuff you can make a day before yeah. you get the jar mm-hmm. gravy you heat it up in the microwave Heinz Heinz turkey gravy, delicious. Can't go wrong. So that's not something you have to worry about. I don't even mash about gravy. I hate gravy. Don't like it. <laughs> Mashed potatoes, maybe do like a roasted potato or do baked yeah. potatoes. And you know how you can do those baked potatoes? Wrap them in aluminum foil and put them right on the f- fucking smoker. Yeah. Like, boom. Got it. Done. Got potatoes, babe. Space. Potatoes, done. Don't worry about that side. Stuffing? Make some stovetop stuffing. It's easy. It's good. You know, who cares? So, like, you could easily do it. And even if it's like, 
hey, Paul, these potatoes are ma- are instant mashed potatoes. Like, are you, did you buy it? Did you cook it? Are you sitting here eating it? Shut up and eat it. Like, <laughs> and I know your parents wouldn't say anything. <laughs> it might be your brothers or <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or what? Well, I but also I also want it, I would want to try to do it all. Yeah, you know but again, I mean? like, the thing is, is you don't you don't have to. Hmm. You can still make a nice meal for people, and maybe it's not maybe it's not a turkey this time. Maybe like baked potatoes, and you smoke a whole chicken, mm-hmm. or you smoke two hey, chickens. Yeah. You know, like you could make it easier for yourself. Mm-hmm. I could, I could, but that, I, that's what I was wondering. How do you? How do you? You got a set it and forget it. You got a pellet, a self feeding pellet smoker. Yeah, where it's doing that kind of maintenance for you, and there is still of, a lot of work prep time, especially yeah, with prep time, and going out and checking mm-hmm. and making sure you got to check your meat, you got to make sure everything's right. But half the reason I got this is because of the lifestyle that I am living. Mm-hmm. I have a child. I was smoking the whole time. In the rain, I'd put my kid in because I my smoker was in my back shed. I put my kid. In his uh, stroller, put the little cover over, pushed him out into the shed, checked my smoker, checked my meat, brought him back in. As he got older, I would continue to do the same thing. I'd bring him out, show him this is what we're doing, blah, 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 look at the meat, check that, take him back in. Um, and then with the when I got the, the rec tech, it was kind of the same thing, but I could connect my rec tech to um to my phone and i can check all my temps i can raise the temp lower the temp do all that stuff but i want to get off my like i want to go out and check Mm -hmm. everything and look at it and peek and do all that Mm -hmm. um but it was just the thing is like and does the rec tech give you a like like if let's say you wanted to set it and forget it and like do an overnight cook Mm-hmm. Does it give you the history of like, hey, this is the temps throughout the whole cook? Um, I don't know. I've never used the 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 app with the connecting it to it because uh, meter. You know, uh, maybe you've you've heard of that brand more than yeah. Likely. Um, they they have Bluetooth enabled or Bluetooth and Wi-Fi like enabled, a Wi-Fi PlayStation uh, and it, and then you can get the app and it'll actually show you like the whole temp time yeah and the temperatures those, throughout you know the whole smoke time and those things are super expensive too so expensive so expensive like you can get the cheaper one that gives you the app but you know then but the cognitivity you got to be within so so many feet constantly so. Yeah. People will get like an old iPhone or, or an old phone, and basically use it as a base station to connect and keep it like near the window, so it's on Wi-Fi. And then on there, since then that old phone is connected to the cloud, you know, of the meter app. Then use their current phone to actually to check, check it. it. Yeah. Uh, I I haven't used it, so I don't know if it does do that. I imagine Rectech thinks of that stuff and is constantly evolving. They're like they're the company that they listen to their customers of what they liked, what they didn't like, and then continue to 
to fix and make it better. Um, just like the reason the, the Commando Joe is better than the Green Egg is it's yeah. cheaper and they took everything that everyone complained about the Green Egg and made it better and then again listened to their customer feedback and fixed all the problems yeah. that it was having. So like when you're a company and you listen to what they're saying, you can fulfill what people want and get a better product out of it because that's like Traeger and Green Egg. Like those two are like those big guys, but mm-hmm. – they got to a point and they left it there and never changed anything or listened and then charged an arm and a leg for something that people can offer at a better value. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> is so. there any, you know, the holiday season is here as we're recording it. We're recording this on December 7th. Um, and right now, you know, the the Talking Turkey episode isn't even up yet. It'll get up soon because I just keep on, like, not posting it but um is there those kind of is there anything that you kind of want or or look for uh as a time saving or a ease of use or a item that you think would help you in in your smoking game uh at, at, at this point no i think anything i got would just be excess luxury like i have two thermometers that i plug into my rec tech that i plug into my meat i can have Mm -hmm. two meats going or i can do the white meat and the dark meat on my turkey which i did this year Mm -hmm. uh put those in there temp it and if i wanted to connect my phone to my rec tech and watch those temperatures from there nice yeah i i on the other hand chose to Get up, put my shoes on, walk outside, look at the temps, go, oh, yeah, mm, those are good. Yeah. I'm going to open it up and just look at it. It's in foil. There's no reason to look at it. Look at it. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Everything's looking good. And then go back inside and do whatever else I was doing. Those are things. Like I have, I have an injector. I have a spray bottle that I can use as an injector to inject into my meat and then spritz with the same liquid that I did that with. Like, that's a really fun thing to have. Ask me if I've used it. No. Have you used it? I'm no, sorry. I'm si- I, I was sipping on my beer. No, I haven't. I would have used it this year if I injected like I did the previous year. But you also foiled, so. But I didn't inject it this year, so... I didn't use it. Will I need to use it again? I don't know. Will I? I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's it's just little things like that. I bought my big pan that makes my my smoker uh, into a flat top grill. Mm. They they also sell grill plates that you can put in and you mm-hmm. can sear on them or give really good grill marks. Well, I don't need that because I have the the flat top pan. Yeah. So I don't need those. Like, there's just those little things that's like ah, I don't. Yeah. I don't really need that. It's all like just extra luxury stuff now. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. With the commando, there's you know you can get the sto- soapstone. You can get the you know cast iron plate. You can get you know upgrades here or there. You can put in a 
a a um, fire control unit kind of thing into the uh, bottom vent plate to control the airflow to try to lock down your temp to automatically try to lock down your temperature. Um, but then you got to plug it in, so I'm like, I don't, don't want to do that. You got doesn't it have like a you can get a rotator pick? Yeah, yeah, you can get a, a jotisserie. It's called. You know, a rotisserie. So that that might be something that I'd want to get eventually, the jotisserie. But because that's kind of, seems kind of cool, um, the dojo, which makes it into a pizza oven. You know, there's all those things. But I'm still trying to figure out this base level stuff. Where, yeah, I got a, I bought the soapstone because you know it was like, oh, you buy it and you get, you know, you can buy these accessories for so much percent off. And I'm like, okay, what well, I would like to do some searing grilling on it. But I'm still trying to use it as a smoker, and I haven't tried to use it as a grill yet. Um, I probably will be cooking Christmas dinner. So I was kind of like, um, this will be the first year that I've cooked Christmas dinner, just Kate and I. So it's just two people. Uh, last time I did this was, of course, 2020, mm, during the lockdown, mm, mm, mm. where I did a standing rib roast. Expensive cut of meat. Uh, yeah. Probably would just go down to a prime rib, but I could still see myself like doing like a reverse sear kind of thing on my grill slash smoker. Like probably won't smoke, but probably do low and slow, steady cook, and then do maybe a reverse sear on it just to because that's what I did with the standing rib roast, basically just in the oven. Yeah, just raised, you know. Low and slow, steady cook, and then up, you know, drain, you know, drained it all, you know, patted it dry, up the temperature on the stove, oven, popped it back in for like 15, 20 minutes just to get and I get some bubbly crispness on the on the outside. But I think I'm depending on the weather, I might try to do that like with the prime rib out on my on my stove. So prime rib and a standing rib roast, same thing. Prime is just yeah. the is the cut. So and it's whether or not it has the bone in it, right? No. It's no. the same thing. I mean, you're just looking at a rib roast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're looking at the ribeye with the mm-hmm. bone attached or detached. And yeah. it's just the roast part of it. And most people, because I worked on a butcher shop for so long, most people come in and they ask for prime rib, but they don't want to pay prime rib prices. They want just a regular standing rib roast. So mm-hmm. uh, what I would say... If you're gonna, if that's how you are going to do it, just get two nice cut ribeyes. Yeah, I mean that would be just. The that's same. what I kind of mean by rib, prime rib roast. You know, sure. You, when you go to the when you go to a restaurant and you see like, oh, a prime rib roast, you, you're not thinking like, oh, this is a steak. It is yeah. a steak, but it's a different. It isn't this charred outside with the. Butter finishing it, yeah, butter so you get on this, top. You get the slice. You know, yeah, it's a different. It's it, the same cut of meat. <laughs> same <laughs> cut of meat, cooked slightly different. Yes. Different, and it's a different experience because of that. You know, um, yeah. So I'm thinking about doing a rib roast, maybe not prime, but definitely not going to spend the money on the standing rib roast either. Um, you know, what's really great is it's called chuck eye. So it's the part of the chuck roast, the chuck piece of meat that butts against the the rib meat. 
and it's this great little muscle that's in between where it's a hell of a lot cheaper. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not as big, but it's just everything great about a ribeye, just at a smaller price that's point. Pro- that's probably perfect for me. Yeah. And it's probably perfect for I mean. just for the two of you, yeah. food wise too. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't always find. Sometimes it. Sometimes you can find it. Sometimes you can't. But if you call so around, a chuck roast. No, chuck no, eye. Chuck eye. Okay. Chuck eye. Not a chuck roast because not chuck a chuck. Roast, roast. I think I used in like if I'm making like shepherd's pie or something. Chuck roast. You can or stews. Chuck, chuck roast. You can smoke and make like a poor man's poor man's brisket. And mm-hmm. we've had this conversation, I believe, on a previous show mm-hmm. uh, where we talked about it because you were saying you don't want to spend that money on a well, brisket. During- during this learning experience time, yes, yeah. and the and the the chuck would actually be a good a good way to experience it mm-hmm. uh, and get used to cooking that meat and and the, the wins and losses you can have when when cooking that. Um, yeah, it, we I've smoked I've smoked um, a rib roast before. Mm-hmm. We've done it in the oven. We used to do it every year for Christmas. Um, and then my father's girlfriend's son started coming to dinner mm-hmm. for Christmas dinner. And we were like, you know, we're not going to – we don't – we buy the roast. We don't ask mm-hmm. for any money. Sometimes my dad will be like, oh, let me help pay. We don't ask for anything. Mm-hmm. But we were like, that kid just shows up. And I say kid. He's 30 years old. He shows up late for dinner. Shows up, eats, and then like leaves right afterwards. So we're like, we're not gonna get a nice piece of <laughs> nice piece of yeah. meat. Uh, spend all day cooking it and perfecting it and making sure it's perfect for this mm-hmm. kid to show up, eat more than he should of it, and and then leave. <laughs> then leave. Mm-hmm. Um, so this year we're doing where we've actually flip flopped, and I'm having my mother and my aunt for for dinner. Mm. And we we're like, oh, we could. And my wife's like, yeah, but we. And I and I said to my wife, like, we could get three really nice ribeyes. Get some nice Angus, maybe not prime, but get some mm-hmm. nice Angus ribeyes and cook those cheaper than we would getting a two rib rib roast for. Mm-hmm. Caitlin's mom, her and me, because my mom doesn't. Oh, I don't like. Oh, I don't like the fatty. I don't like the fatty. Mm-hmm. So we were gonna cook them tenderloins. My wife, my mother, and my aunt. Mm-hmm. We're just gonna get filet mignon tenderloin, mm-hmm. cook those. But again, like I was like, I I just want to. I'm cooking steaks, and we want them perfect. And we don't want to have to worry too much. I'm. We're just gonna sous vide them, perfect to internal temperature. Serum on the outsides, everybody's happy. Steaks cooked perfect. Oh, you, you sous vide. Oh man, a sous vide steak is the mwah, chef kiss. Uh, absolutely fantastic. Yeah, you can't talk about that right now. It's barbecue boys. <laughs> I know. We want fire. We're, we're not the sous vide boys. <laughs> yeah, oh, we're not new podcast. New podcast. Sous vide boys. All right, call up Ed. 
<laughs> Super friend of the show, Ed. He, he, he'll sous vide with you. He loves sous vide. Oh, yeah. No, it's great. Yeah, it's... I, the best way I ever cooked brisket um, before I got my my big <laughs> smoker was I sous vide it. I put it in the smoker for about two hours just to help get some penetrating smoke flavor to it. And then put it in. Uh, I rubbed it with um, beef bouillon paste mm. on the outside instead of doing salt. Peppered it. Smoked it. Put it in the bag with some shallots, some thyme, and butter. Mm-hmm. Vacuum sealed it. Sous vide it. Took it out. Put it under the broiler to get a nice crisp yeah. on the outside. And then sliced it. Oh, it was absolutely delicious. Nice, nice. Because souvenir gets everything to that one temperature. Yes. Because it it holds that one temperature. Yes. Okay. Versus smoking, which you're obviously cooking at a higher temperature than you want your meat to be at. Yeah. But you have to, otherwise it there's no way that the ambient temperature of the oven of the smoker would ever get that to a safe cooking temperature, <laughs> eating temperature fast enough. Yeah. And I mean, like sous vide, like when we, when I did the, the brisket, mm-hmm. uh, and it was just the flat of the brisket. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was on there for 20 hours. So what, why is that? food safe (laughs) because the whole thing is like oh you can't have it like out and be under 140 degrees or over 40 degrees for more than like two hours like that's like 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 that's the rule right for all food at all times basically so what in what in sous vide's name (laughs) allows that to not be a rule anymore where bacteria is not growing in that thing for all that time. I don't know. Okay. I don't that I don't know. But usually you have it to whatever the internal temperature you want it at. Mm-hmm. The water. The water. So but the, the water will be at like internal temperature of those steaks. So like the ribeyes and the tenderloin will cook. The tenderloins probably have to pull out or put in later uh or like uh after we've put in our ribeyes maybe not i have to look that up um but we'll put those in for about two hours at 135 Mm -hmm. um and then we'll take those out and we'll put a nice sear on them my mother's will sear probably a little bit longer maybe baste it a little bit longer just to get it because she doesn't want it she wouldn't want it at 135 she wants hers more, a little more well done. So then when we've cooked the brisket, I think the brisket I had at a higher temperature because yeah. I want it cooked all the way through. It and has you, to be above 140. Yeah. Uh, and I think the same thing when we've cooked, like we've done, um, we've gotten like a sirloin roast, mm-hmm. put it in there, sous vide it. We cook it at a higher temperature because we're gonna slice it as uh roast beef and it's the best roast beef sandwiches i've ever had from fresh cut just 
And again, I have a, a slicer at home. So <laughs> sous vide the roast, pull it out, put it under the broiler to get a little bit of nice color on that skin, and then bzz, 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 slice it up for sandwiches. The broth that we cooked the 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 meat in is your au jus. Mix a little, uh, make a little horsey sauce, a little horseradish, a little mayo, bop, 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 put that on the sandwich, and mm, you got a good roast beef. Chris is back. I do not like horseradish, so automatically, yeah. Whoa. Whoa. I don't know. How do you like horseradish? It's it's a zesty. I don't. You like wasabi? Okay. Yeah. Because I was going to blow your mind. And you know, like, I don't like wasabi. Just I don't like horseradish. I don't like those <laughs> those root spices. You know what? I, uh, I get, and I really love uh, the wasabi, or the wasabi, the horseradish with beets, and it's purple. Mm. Oh, that is delicious. It's got a little sweet with a little bit of sing to it. Mm. That's where it's at. I like horseradish. I love horseradish I, too. If I'm having a roast beef sandwich, a beef on weck. Oh, if, if I'm having a roast beef sandwich, especially like, if you're, like an Arby sauce, <laughs> like just just because you said horsey sauce, but I don't know, like a like a sweeter, smokier, yeah. like lighter barbecue sauce, like not something that's like too thick, but like you know, like well, half between like an au jus and a barbecue. Mm. See the au jus, I always just. Dip my roll into it. Oh, no, I go all. I go all in. I, I keep my meat dry. We got a top of the roll. Uh, you got to put your meat roll in. You got to put your meat in the au jus, yeah. and then uh, you put that meat it's on the bottom much. bun, and then you dip the, the bun. That's yeah. That's too much. I just oh, do a no. quick dip of the top I, bun. I want that. So when you take the bite of your sandwich, your roast mm-hmm. beef sandwich, you want to go. Yeah. <laughs> You want to suck in those juices as you're taking that bite, and you can't put it down yeah, because the bread has no consistency yeah, no anymore. Structural so you integrity just anymore. have to eat it the that's, whole time. I hate that. Oh, no, that's, no, that's it. That's, that's how you do that's, it. That's, that's why I like. That's the way. Bottom bun. Bottom bun. Schmear. Well, already lost me. No, and like I know you're dipping tradition. And I also it. say Boom. no to that. Then, then a pile of meat, just super high. If I'm feeling extra zesty, maybe some mustard on top. And then dip dip the top bun into the au jus, squish it all down, and then it's a sandwich. I can eat that like a sandwich. It's it's not going to fall apart on me. It's not making a mess on my hands. I could play a board game while eating the sandwich mm-hmm. and be perfectly fine. No, this is like yeah. that Adventures of Pete and Pete. Open face. When the, uh, the under... the No, the inspector came and he made everybody feel bad oh, and then he, he ate, ate like the like chicken a, he ate the like the rib yeah he ate the chicken and they're like wet nap he's like no like, i don't know that's not it. how you do like, it freak freak you're not you're you not gotta perfect get dirty. you gotta get the sauce and the juice all over you and I, I i i thought you were yeah. going open face to begin with because you're talking about sandwiches but i, I got there eventually <laughs> man i love eating and you know what else i love well uh, Barbecue Boys, episode six. Talking turkeys. Turkey trotting. <laughs> uh, no, this is called this is called sous vide? Sous vide or not sous vide? Sous vide. There it is. Yeah. 